On this episode of Live from the Hive, we discuss what is happening around the school in the month of February, current events, our Speak to the Bee segment, and our special guest. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this month's episode of Live from the Hive, February edition. Um, I'm Alex, and I'm here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Abby. And we're also joined by Mr. Delfino and Mr. Platterotti. Hey, hey. Hello, listeners, and hello, wonderful hosts. Hello. Hello. So we've got a lot happening this month, even though it's like the shortest month. Yeah, shortest month, jam-packed. Lots of going on. Yeah, let's waste no time. Let's get right into it. Tuesday, February 1st, it's Lunar New Year. And this is the year of the tiger. tiger. Roar. Grr, baby. Very grr. That's an, <laughs> that's an <laughs> awesome powers quote. And anytime I see an opportunity to quote awesome powers, I'm going to take it. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday, February 1st is the start of Black History Month. And Tuesday, February 1st as, first as well, marking period two ends. That went, like, really quack. <laughs> <laughs> that went, really, how, how, that went really quickly. I was going to say fast, and then it just quack. Okay, yeah. So We're keeping that. <laughs> Bailey, I'm looking at Bailey, our editor, who's <laughs> cracking up yet again. This is the second month in a row. The quackly. Think about it. Half of the year is over. That's crazy. That's crazy. Downhill from here. <laughs> Downhill. No, we hope not. <laughs> Um, Wednesday, February 2nd, and February 3rd, there's a single session day because of student-led conferences. On Wednesday, February 2nd, there's Groundhog Day. What do we think? Shadow? No shadow? Definitely shadow. No shadow. No, no shadow, I'm thinking. I just, I don't want six more weeks of winter. I'm of the (laughs) mindset of give me the warmth, give me the spring, give me the sunshine and happiness, please. (laughs) But it depends which uh, groundhog we we follow. Oh, oh, oh. Tony Phil? I thought you were actually going to defend winter. There's one from Staten Island, I think. I believe Apoxitani Phil from a few years ago passed away (laughs) when it was dropped. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that happened. It was swept under the rug, but. Go to the Google. Yeah, go to the Google machine. You might find uh, some controversy <laughs> with Poxitani Phil the third or whatever it was. <laughs> on Friday, February 4th, report cards are available on s- Parent Portal. Friday, February 1st as well, 7th grader geography be at North Halden. Good luck. Good luck, 7th graders. On Monday, February 7th, there's a JMA meeting after school room 205. Wednesday, February 9th, sources of strength meeting, meeting after school. On Thursday, February 10th, it is a single session day. Monday, February 14th, it is Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. Mr. Duffin, do you have a Valentine this year? Uh, as of right now, no, but there might be one. What are you up to? If this is uh, an invitation, I accept. Maybe some wings? I don't like chocolate, so I'm in for wings. All right. (laughs) (laughs) The weight of my heart, wings. On Monday, February 14th, 5th and 6th graders are attending a Kahoot Bowl at Woodland Park. Good luck to you guys as well. Wednesday, February 16th, um, there is an NJHS meeting in room 205. On Friday, February 18th is another single session day. Monday, February 21st, school is closed due to the midwinter recess. And on Monday, February 28th, there's a student council meeting in room 109. That is all that's happening for this month. We will bring 
we will bring this episode's mystery guest right after this break. That's yeah. all. That seems like a lot. I yeah. know. <laughs> and you don't want to miss this month's mystery guest. We have a huge announcement. No, no, no. Don't miss out. Yeah, this is a, a really great episode. Really so do not, yeah. do not, do not turn that. And we don't can't, we can't say dial anymore. Do not press no. pause or play or get off Spotify yeah. or wherever you're listening. Listen in. That's old. I know. Oh, I'm old. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Buzz. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Speak to the Bee. Be here, ready to answer your questions. Our first question comes from Brenda Busy. They said, Dear Bee, sometimes I feel like I have too many things going on. What can I do to manage my time better? From Brenda Busy. Thanks, Brenda. First, prioritize your activities. Should you do your homework now instead of going to soccer practice? Or is it due next week and this is your final game? Be sure to schedule accordingly. Try using a planner to write down important Lastly, focus your time on important tasks. Hope this helps. Our next question is from Victor Valentine. They asked, Dear B, I want to make Valentine's Day extra special for my friends. What should I do? From Victor Valentine. Hey, Victor, what a nice thing to do for your friends. Well, there are many fun things you can plan. Try planning a hangout for you and your friends. It can be something like going to a movie, eating out together, or playing a game online. Whatever you do, your friends will be sure to appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who submitted a question this month. Please continue to send us questions at hivepodcast at lfschools.org. Now let's turn to Will with TV shows and music. This month in TV and music, a lot has happened. In our world of music, nothing major has happened besides the fact that Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and Eminem are set to perform at the Super Bowl on February 13th. This month, Kendrick Lamar has been set to release his album very soon, and the least we can do is wait. Moving on to the world in TV, a lot has happened. Last month, comedian and actor Bob Saget died tragically at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Florida. He was extremely notable, and he is most famous for playing the part of Danny Tanner, on Full House. This month in TV, besides the death of Bob Saget, nothing extreme has happened. Now, here's Sammy with the latest trends. Thanks, Will. Now let's go on to the latest trends. Is it the 1970s? Bell bottoms, also known as flare pants, are making a comeback. Lululemon sells the most popular brand for flared leggings, with the company blooming in popularity lately. Another trend right now in the school is leaving your winter coat around. Make sure to visit the lost and found and see if you lost your jacket. Last but not least, trending in hair is the Dyson Airwrap. This is a new hot blow jar with many different heads and pieces. No matter where you look for one, they're all set out. These are the latest trends. Thank you, Sammy. And now here's the latest on gaming for February. Life is Strange Remastered Collection is coming out February 1st. The Waylanders for, for only PC is coming out February 2nd. And Dying Light 2 Stay Human is coming out February 4th. And these are the latest and few on gaming coming out this February. Now here's Mackenzie with sports. Hey guys and girls, it's February. Not just Valentine's season, but one of the biggest sports months in football. Super Bowl. February 13th, 2020, the SOFI Stadium in Los Angeles will be hosting this year's big game. I'm rooting for Kansas City. Who are you rooting for this year? Watching the game and supporting the team I'm rooting for is one of the best things out of the whole football season for me. I don't quite understand football that well, but it's still super fun to watch and super fun to hear about what's going on. What are you guys doing for Super Bowl? That's all I have on the sports segment this week. But thank you guys for listening. See you next month. 
So hello everyone and welcome back to the Live from the Hive podcast. This is our February edition and we are here with our mystery guest. Mystery guest, would you like to reveal yourself? Hi, this is Mrs. Henneberry. Hello. Hi. Hi. Miss Henneberry, you had a very unusual mystery fact. Can you tell our listeners what that was? Sure. I am ocean survival certified. And how did that come about? So uh, <laughs> right after I graduated college, um, I had gone to school for a bachelor's of fine arts, but a concentration in photography. So I began to work for a production company, a production house. And in a production house, that means that there's all different kinds of creative um, things that go on. We would do photography, we would do videos, animation, websites, uh, you name it. If it was in the creative realm, we did it. Um, And so one of the things that we were going to do was go to work on um, oil rigs to make videos to try and get more women to work on oil rigs. Um, In order to do that, I had to learn how to survive in case of an emergency on one of these oil rigs. Um, So you had to learn how to swim through fire. Um, because if there was an oil leak and, and the oil was set on fire, you would have to learn how to swim through that. And there is a way to swim through fiery water, believe it or not. Oh, my God. What is that? It's, how dangerous is that? It, well, I mean, I think being on an oil rig in general, which is far out in the middle of the ocean Probably. where a lot of people aren't, <laughs> yeah, um, is dangerous enough. However, bad storms happen, things like that happen. Um, and so you have to be ready for it. So pretty dangerous. However... Your goal is to survive, so if you come out with some burns, but you're alive, that's pretty, um, that's pretty major. So, oh um, <laughs> yeah, I learned how to survive um, a shark attack. Oh. So, it, yeah, you have to be in a circle with everybody and lock arms, but you have to be facing outward, and you just do a lot of kicking. Uh, yeah, so that's how, I mean, literally, it it's really seems funny, but it's really not yeah. what that you're trying to That means if we ever survive. get stranded out in the middle of the ocean, we know the Yeah, and I learned to how do, yeah. to escape from a, what they call a dumped helicopter. So if a helicopter goes into the ocean and it turns upside down, you have to be able to escape from that helicopter. And you have to put a blindfold on when they, when they teach you. You get a blindfold and you get into a fake helicopter and they put you in a pool upside down and you have to find your way out. So, and I did it. I did it all. So That's pretty I, cool. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. It was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool thing to, to learn. I ended up not going on the trip because uh, it was right before 9-11. And then, so we had to cancel. Um, but it was around the world. I was going to about 14 different countries. So I was going to be in Scotland. I was going to be in the United Arab Emirates uh, off the coast of Brazil. Um, you know, I can't even tell you. I mean, the Pacific Rim, um, which is pretty cool so i i I was looked forward to it unfortunately never got to do it but i walked away with a pretty cool skill of learning how to survive in the ocean just in case and look at where you landed look at where i exactly yeah um so what made you become a teacher yeah how Hmm. do you go from doing that to like teaching well i I think i've always kind of wanted to teach um but i never went to school to get like an art education degree i went for fine arts and wanted to try and pursue a career um in the arts first Uh, i feel like if you don't live the the life how can you teach the life kind of thing yeah um and so i went to do that and then um, you know, 
I think after a while of going into New York City all of the time can be very tiresome, and you just kind of are like, you know what, Some, this is going to be something, you know, what can I do next? Um, and I was like, well, you always wanted to teach, so let's try that. And I did, and that was about the best decision I ever made. That's so, so cool. had a wonderful eight years here, uh, best eight years of my career. So originally, um, what got you into art? Like, where do you think that your, like, your love and your passion for art began? You know what I liked about art when I was a kid was the ability to hyper-focus and the world kind of shuts off, and then you're just kind of in your own mind. To me, that's very um, cathartic, very comforting. So art was comfortable. Art was a place where I could go and really stress and maybe make sense of of the things that are going on around me it was like time to really um you know just kind of like meditation almost um so i always just knew i liked it and i knew i was good at it and i said well i mean you never really work a day in your in the in your life if you're doing what you love so i just said you know let's do it um you do have people around you or are worried because you know as as you've all probably heard well what are you going to do with an art degree (laughs) and to be honest with you all of my friends with art degrees all have very good jobs so um it was a it was a great decision for me I I really I love what I do and that's very important for me as a person it's so cool that how you brought your hobby your like likings and how you made it into your job Mm -hmm. and how you can still do what you like even now that's really cool yeah yeah it really is and able to you know do different things within that realm so you know it's not just about doing one thing when you're in the arts there's lots of different opportunities so it's pretty uh it's a pretty cool place to be so we understand that you have an announcement to make that um i like you can break the news yeah sure so i think Uh, I think we know by now, but I am leaving school number one um, to move forward in um, my goal to be an art therapist. So I am leaving to go to a school called the Bergen County Special Services, where I will be teaching students um, on the autism spectrum as an adaptive art teacher. Um, And it's specifically for students with autism. So... um, yeah, so that's my next step. And when I do that, that is going to enable me to go back to school to get my art therapy degree and then to use those skills in that school setting. What made you want to work as like an art therapist? Like, was it another thing like with like the teaching or something that you wanted to do? I or? think for me, I think the mental health professions were always something that I was interested in as well. Like I very liked psychology classes and sociology classes and things like that. I enjoyed that, too, because, you know, you have more than one passion. Um, And so when the pandemic hit, kind of hit me, you know, I really should start to pursue merging the mental health services with art with art to provide therapies um and it's not always just for mental health i think especially working with students on the spectrum it's a way for those students who are nonverbal to communicate through pictures and and colors um um, so i think for me um i always found those two things interesting and it's kind of cool that i can merge them now you know Mm mm-hmm 
selfishly like i know that we all wish that you were staying but this is so so important and i i'm pretty sure i speak for all of us when i say that you are probably one of my favorite art teachers i've ever had because the I way agree. that you teach art i love art right but the way that you teach art is so like it's so interactive and it's just it's always something that's stuck with me oh thank you i appreciate that <laughs> that makes me so happy i've always tried to make art more attainable for everyone and i hope that i Tr did that um you know some some kids some students have uh, a fear of the art room because you know they, they i can't draw and i can't paint and i can't do this and i don't like i can'ts and i don't like i can'ts in the art room because it's not about making a great final product right it's about it's about um being creative no matter what the outcome so I am so glad that that's how you felt in, in my room, that you felt like uh, I also, like we did a lot of interactive stuff. Yeah. I also agree that um, when I was inside like fourth grade and stuff, mm -hmm. I hated art. Mm -hmm. Like I never liked drawing or anything like that, but I love how you like not only do like the drawing version, like drawing using art, but you also did photography and you also did felting and a whole bunch of stuff. Like that. Yeah, I, you know, I think that's important. I think getting out of the painting drawing realm and bringing in some different kind of art that maybe you've never been exposed to, um, for me, is really important. Um, especially it keeps you guys engaged and it keeps you interested. Um, and even students who say, I have no, I have no art skills can do a lot of the things that I, um, I, bring to the art room I like to make it open to all and make sure you know and of course students who are um where art is a passion for them and maybe they have um some more skills than others we always make sure that we're challenging them in the art room too so just try to make it a place for everybody so going from there how have you enjoyed teaching at this school oh it's the best eight years of, <laughs> of my life truly honestly um oh, we did such cool things over the years we've done plays and art walks and mm -hmm. art clubs and all kinds of um, summer art camps and just a lot of stuff that i got to be in, um a part of and i got to help create and i helped manage and for me that was a big deal those were all new new steps for me mm. so um i really enjoyed all of those things very proud of it what was one of your i know you're talking about how you like um the plays and stuff mm -hmm. like that but what was one of your favorite memories here at school oh my goodness i would have to say definitely the plays were one mm -hmm. of my favorite memories um being here after school for three hours every day for three months. <laughs> um, I feel like our our theater group, our, not just our actors and actresses, but also um, stage crew people and my the makeup people and the costumes and all of that. Um, we had like a fam. We had a good fam. We were tight. It was fun. It was a tight-knit group. Um, we got to hang out with each other outside of the classroom and do different things. Um, so that was some of my, f my favorite, my favorite memories from me, from here. Of course, I have like a million favorite <laughs> memories, but if I really had to choose, I would definitely say our play, our play, um, theater time was, was pretty magical. I also agree. I have so many like fun memories from doing 
like doing i did one play here and then i did mm -hmm. a half a play before we got shut down mm -hmm. and those were probably some of the best memories they were really fun so much fun yeah yeah the first play we had to do was lion king jr and i think we had like four weeks to do it oh my god and i don't know how we pulled it off but we did we did it and for miss brown and i it was a huge accomplishment we felt pretty good about <laughs> that being able to pull a play off in four weeks um wow and i think it was i think it was pretty good i was pretty happy with how it looked and that everybody felt comfortable i don't know i think that was yeah that and was mr schmidt good. had a sweet cameo and mr schmidt had a sweet cameo <laughs> yeah that was he an was, play. He, yeah that was really great that was really great people actually he was such a great actor too mr schmidt people got upset when he like he's got the voice had his moment yeah, yeah he's got the voice because what did he play he played um he was Mufasa. If Mufasa. I, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> People got pretty upset because he was such a good actor, that's but so it was. Cool. Uh, that's like so cool. I had yeah. no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. So Mr. Schmidt, not only a gym teacher extraordinaire, but also an excellent, excellent. Wait, I forgot that music Mr. Schmidt wasn't here until like It's Mr. Schmidt the gym ago. teacher. I had no oh idea. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Mr. Schmidt the the music teacher. I know we have two oh Mr. God. Schmidts. Um, Mr. Schmidt the gym teacher. That's why. Yep. Me and, and that's Alex why we just looked mm -hmm. at each other the minute um Mr. Plotherodi <laughs> said not only a good gym teacher, we just yeah. looked at each other yeah. like wait a second. Yeah, so totally and different. You didn't have the opportunity to direct me. No, but I that would have been. It was fun. like one, two years. Yeah. But when we did Greece, oh. I was the Teen Angel. Were you really? I was. Oh, yeah. Yes. I saw okay, that. I'm I very saw upset him. that yes. I missed that. Yes. <laughs> I, I saw. I saw <laughs> him. I saw him. I really was like quick, Mister Delfino. I don't know if this is a coincidence, but maybe it had something to do with your acting performance or lack thereof. Didn't they stop doing the plays <laughs> after you were in that play? <laughs> we we stopped the show. Yeah. It was such a phenomenal performance. It was performance. so good. We just Is that what they told you? Oh, that's what they told. That was the very nice of them. That was very <laughs> nice of them. All right, Miss Tenderberry, we've had our moment. Mr. Delfino has composed himself and is no longer bawling his eyes out. <laughs> so this is our two-minute sting. Answer these questions right. as quickly as All possible. All right, I'm trying. Three, Kay. two, one. Favorite artist? Um, David. A uh, place you most want to travel to? Oh, um, Scotland. Favorite animal? Cat. What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh. Um, oh, geez. That's a tough <laughs> one. Uh, While she's uh, thinking, uh, for those uh, listeners uh, at home, Miss Henneberry has an amazing singing voice. Yeah, she's yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But I feel like I had to impress someone with a song. What is it? Okay. <laughs> I like, uh, would probably sing from some sort of musical um, of, of some kind. Any any musical. I like all musicals, but I do feel like I would do best in like singing a song from, from a musical. What color is your toothbrush? Uh, green. What is your favorite book? My favorite book is uh, the Wheel of Time series. That's my favorite books. What's the best food dish that you make? Ooh, oh, I make lots of stuff, but uh, I am pretty good at making um, chicken breast with artichoke hearts, black olives, and roasted peppers in a white wine cream sauce. Oh, wow. I don't believe you, so you're going to have to bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> so who's your favorite musical artist? 
Okay, that's a tough one. I can't give you that because as a person who loves music, I have so many favorites. <laughs> so many favorites. Yeah. It's hard to um, choose. So it's very hard and I don't even sit in one genre of music. I yeah. I really love everything from rock to metal to rap to pop to folk. I'm just, I'm, I'm in it all. If you could eat one food for the your for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's t- honestly yes, meatloaf. With egg or without egg inside of it? Oh, you have to put egg in it or else it falls yeah. apart. Yeah. yeah. Unless you know um, a magical way to keep the loaf together. <laughs> you do put the additional eggs in between, not just to bind it. Oh. We'll share recipes. Okay, let's. Yeah, Before I go, that. I must I know. know. Like I must it. know the magic. <laughs> Beaches or mountains? Uh, mountains. Favorite TV show? Oh, boy. Let's see. Um, you know, I'm not going to say it's my uh, favorite TV show because, like, again, with music, same with TV. Like, I like all kinds of things. It's very hard. Um thing to answer i'll tell you what i'm looking forward to can i say that that the lord of the rings mm-hmm. series that's mm-hmm. coming yeah. out i believe on amazon if i'm in not cor- incorrect um but i also i like oh boy i like sci-fi fantasy yeah stuff that's my that's my jam so anything that's n- based outside of reality is is a favorite yeah so you just find that and i'll love it i totally agree would you rather time travel or predict the future? Oh, I would love to time travel. Same. I want to experience, and I don't want to predict. I want to be in it. <laughs> Favorite pizza topping? Mushrooms. Last song you listened to? The last song I listened to was... Huh. I'm going to say Talking Old Soldiers by Elton John, <laughs> which is probably way outside of your... Um, generation <laughs> but yeah are you a morning person or a night owl evening evening mm-hmm. definitely a, a, a night owl your favorite thing to do when there's nothing to do a uh, needle felt <gasps> yeah what needle felting is like a favorite pastime of mine when there's nothing else to do yeah yeah anytime that i have downtime i like to do something creative whether i'm good at it or not but um Anything that you can hyper-focus on, like needle felting, where you're just kind of doing your thing. Um, yeah. Well, that was definitely longer than two minutes, but I think <laughs> you deserved it. Ms. Thank you. Hanbury. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sorry. Sorry. Now, this is not goodbye. Mm-hmm. No. Mr. Delphino is going to start crying again. Don't, because then I'll get misty. But it's see you later. Oh, he can't even get this out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Miss Hanbury, do it to uh, me. I have absolutely loved working with you. I can't say enough nice things about you. Ugh. Same here, same here. These are impossible shoes to fill. Um, on behalf of the staff, I just want to say best of luck to you. We are thank you so so um, privileged to have had you for eight years, really. Yeah. Um, and I know you're you're struggling to get this out. I want to give you this opportunity to um, kind of give a shout out to your current students, your former students, because um, I know this is a weird situation you're leaving here in the middle of the year. Yeah, it's not the ideal. But, but this uh, is the first time we've ever had this on on live from the hive, and I yeah. want to give this as an opportunity for you to kind of have your moment to to say what you need to say. Working on Little Falls School One has been probably the best experience of my life. Um, 
you know, a good portion of your life is what you do for a living, your career. And you spend a lot of time here. And I couldn't have been any happier to spend the time here that I have over the past eight years. Um, the students, uh, the best ever, um, are my colleagues, supportive, caring, um, will listen to you even when they don't have time to listen to you. <laughs> Um, cause we're all running around, but they will, they stop and, and they give you great advice and they support you. Um, honestly, it's such a wonderful, loving, um, environment. Um, Miss Sprague is an amazing principal. Um, she has been so, uh, supportive and kind, especially in the arts, because sometimes the arts and gets forgotten about when other things are happening. And in this school that has never happened. It has always been just as important as everything else. Uh, and that as a art teacher is very important, but you, the students over the years have made it everything. Um, the art you create, the friendships, the kindness towards me, the, um, hold on. <laughs> it's just been, it's been great. Yeah. Well, remember you have a home here. Thank you. More than welcome. Coming back. <laughs> stop, stop looking at me. Stop looking at me. So you will be missed and you're loved. Thank you. I, I love you guys too. And this is something we say to our eighth graders every single year. So no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you always have a home here and you're always a hornet. So best of luck. Don't forget about us oh, and God, no. make us proud. I will. I promise. If I can come and visit, I will. Yeah. I, yeah. I will do my best. Thank you for inviting me to be on your podcast. This is awesome. I just want to say a special thanks to our producers of this episode, Angelina and Leah. Here's the clue for our mystery guest in the month of March. This person was a student here at school number one and is teaching in their past sixth grade classroom. Please continue to listen on the first of every month. Find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Don't forget to like and follow. That is all for this February edition of the, of the podcast. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next month. This is a final goodbye from Miss Annaberry to all my current students. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you for making my time here wonderful. Um, to my former students, I know you're doing great. I'm glad I was got to be part of your lives and education. Um, and so before I cry, bye hornets.